Hey, it's producer Michael Miracle here with a quick word of thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. It's folks like you who make this workplace movement work. That's why we strive to highlight great authors and experts who bring phenomenal insight on how to bring Jesus into your workplace. Share this podcast with your friends, family, and coworkers, and together we'll make the I Work For Him mission a success. Thanks again for listening. Let's start the podcast. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. You know, I say that every day, but I mean it. Hold on. You have no idea how fast the show is going to go today. Hey, but thanks for tuning into I Work For Him as we today are going to introduce you to several people involved in the movement of God in Pasco County, Florida. Now, I'm bringing them on. And I, I know we got listeners all over the country. Do not turn off the show. What is happening in Pasco County, Florida can happen anywhere in the country. So listen up, get an idea of what's going on, and your world is going to be rocked because I have, I am astounded at the movement of God and incorporating so many different levels of the community working together, serving the least of these. You know, one of the things we love to do here on I Work For Him is highlight testimonies of God's people working in unity. Of course, we love individual testimonies. Don't get me wrong. But when a whole community comes together... And we witness the power behind Christ followers working in unison. That's what Jesus said. They'll know you're my followers when you're working in unity. What an idea. You know, Pasco County, Florida, 480,000 residents just north of Tampa. They've got sinkholes that swallow houses. That's one of those things. It's got urban areas. It's got suburban areas. It's got rural areas. Huge, Huge swaths of poverty. And like I said, a lot of sinkholes. And if you missed that on the news this week, you just missed it. Because it a big sinkhole, 255 feet across and 50 feet deep, swallowed two people's houses. If you don't know what a sinkhole is, go to Wikipedia. It's always true. Or the Weather Channel, right? That's right. Connie Smith, brand ambassador with iWorkFrame, is in the studio today to introduce our guest. Woo-hoo. Connie, could you first introduce my guest to the left? To my your left. left. Your left. Stage right. left. Stage right. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I am happy to introduce our first guest, James Sutherland. And all I can say, how do I explain him? He is the connector. He is the connector. He has a heart of the servant. And he, we met via social media all over the place. And then we met face to face. And it was almost like the Holy Spirit was like in the room, stirring the pot. We, we built on each other's energy. It was awesome. James Sutherland, welcome. Thank you. Back for to I work for him. You've been you've been a call. You called in. We talked about an event you had going up in Pasco County last year. Mm-hmm. You you what I love about the fact is you were first a listener of I work for him, mm-hmm. and then you reached out to me. What is it about the message of I work for him that resonates with you? Uh, I work for him is just a, another way that the testimony of how God works in our hearts and and a vessel where you can take other business leaders and. And it resonates in the fact these are examples um, for us to to listen to authors and, and business leaders that uh, understand that ministry is seven days a week the moment they wake up in the morning. And uh, that's why I love listening. And I you, work for him. And you got cool stuff going on in Pasco County. I mean, yes. you, I mean you got yeah. some really cool stuff. And we're going to talk about that today, but I want to make sure that you introduce the audience. So Renew Pasco is the organization that you really are representing, although I know you got your hands in lots of things. RenewPasco.com or RenewPasco.org? Which one is it? Dot com. Dot com. RenewPasco.com. You he are is everywhere. James Sutherland, everywhere. everywhere. 
All right, Connie, our guest to your left, my right. Actually, she's straight in front of me. Oh, yes. And by the way, if you're not, if you're listening on Facebook, Martha's got Facebook Live going today because all of our guests are on. They're in the studio, so Facebook Live actually works. Martha, would and you put the camera? Right, I, I do not love the camera. <laughs> This is uh, this is radio. I don't you have said a. Fa- you like interacting with your audience. I do, but this I'm but all I'm looking at is your flower phone. I'll put a prettier okay. picture anyway, on there. Anyway, so you're you're distracting you. Okay, so take a picture of yourself while you're doing this. All right, Connie, go ahead and do our, our other introduction. We're gonna ignore everybody else except me and Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Well, hello, Connie. This is Sherry Polly's. I have known Sherry. We've got over ten years. Yes. We look amazing. I just gotta say. <laughs> I think so, too. How do I describe Sherry? (laughs) She is what I call the best hugger ever. She has a heart of a servant as well. Her company and her foundation help bring hope to people. Mm -hmm. And that is what drew me to her other than her lovely personality. So welcome, Sherry. Thank you very much. Good to be here. And it's Sherry Paul S. Yes. Right? All right. Okay. So Sherry, healthcarenationalmarketing.com, healthcarenationalmarketing.com, and smilefaith.com. That's your foundation. Yes. So those are the things we're going to talk about today. Good. So why don't you just get started with how did you get involved in this huge, huge movement, Sherry, of God in Pasco County? I mean, how did, how did, I mean, who sucked you into the deal? I mean, how did you get connected? <laughs> Well, it started several years ago when we actually had an opportunity to bring somebody on board through a court program in a halfway house that needed a new smile, needed a job. She needed hope in her life. So we uh, were able to help her get some dentist appointments, get a new smile, help her have a job. And then once we got to know her, then we got to really begin to share the gospel. That's just what we do. We show Christ's love and everything we do at work. And then, but just recently, probably over the last couple of years, is when I've got a chance to meet James Sutherland, who is here today, who does know everybody. And he actually started introducing me to business leaders to meet needs in my own workplace. And so one of the great opportunities that's coming up is he introduced me to a couple that's going to open up a daycare in our environment and their faith base. So it's just connections. So how we were able to bring all the different parts of Pasco County together is through James and his connections. Yeah, and James, when I was at your uh, in your office, well, at Sherry's office where you had the conference table, you had taken it over. It was like you know, I don't know, there was like a resur- uh, insurrection, and you'd taken over the conference room. <laughs> you had people from representing the, the government. You had mm-hmm. pastors. You had business people. You had a radio guy. I'm not sure why he was there, but all these people working together to to meet the needs. Of the least of these. I mean, you're all working together. How did that all come together? I mean, that's an amazing feat of God. Uh, how did it come together? I mean, just, you know, metaphorically, I mean, everyone has a gift. And I just, as I get, people are led to me, pastors, um, business leaders, uh, government officials, and they share their heart with me. And I, I listen to that and am able to actually bring them to the table where their their heart is impacting the men, women, and children at the well, metaphorically, so the employees that Sherry's serving. So how it's happening, uh, you know, I can only give credit to the Holy Spirit because he's, he's really, there's a maturity going on in Pasco every week, three to five people in those different areas of culture are led to me, 
and I'm able to meet with them, encourage them, get to know them, and plug them in where their gifts can be used. All right, so let's talk about what some of those areas are uh, mm-hmm. within the culture. So what are some, like, don't mention names because maybe they're not ready to be mentioned yet, but mm-hmm. like in the last couple of weeks, you've met with people from what areas of Pasco County? I mean, business, go ahead and tell Um Pastors that have a heart for using job skills and mentorship to walk with young men and men that have just recently come out of out of jail uh, from Dade City all the way over to Holiday. So uh, every depressed area of Pasco, pastor's been led to me in the last two weeks, and that continues to go on. Uh, business leaders, CEOs uh, uh, that have heard what's going on and, and want to be involved and uh, are starting to look at their business as, as a ministry and their compensation packages as a way to reflect Christ. Uh, government officials um, that are also pastors. That's kind of a rarity. We have pastors in our government, and our sheriff openly shares his faith. And and uh, Sheriff Naco, we've yeah. had him on the air here. So absolutely great testimony. So yeah, I mean, just uh, on a on a weekly basis, new introductions and and being able to invite them to the table to to impact for Christ. Connie, how did you find out what was going on in Pasco County? What what I mean, I know you brought me into a meeting. But as brand ambassador, I know you're always looking for a great opportunity for us to highlight ministry work that's going on that's really, really impacting the kingdom. How did you find out about all this? Well, James and I connected. We met. And then about a week later, I said, I got in touch with Sherry. It's like, hey, we haven't got together. And we had lunch. And she goes, I asked her, have you met James Sutherland? And she goes, I'm having lunch with him this afternoon. And the way that everybody is connected up there and then... Right after lunch, we went and toured Sherry's facility, and then James and I, um, we emailed and chatted all before we had that meeting up there, trying to get, see who we get, get could get connected to attend. And I was surprised even when we had that meeting because I thought it was just the three of us, and then the room was just filling up, and it was amazing, the connections and how everybody's overlapped and who knew who and it was all i could say was the holy spirit was definitely at work in that room Uh, we're going to dig deep into what's going on and how the lord is pulling together business people and government people and people in civic roles and people in business roles and people in administrative roles and school roles and all these different roles and how the Lord is pulling them together to meet the needs of a county that has a lot of needs. I mean, that county was monstrously hit by the Great Recession, by huge property value losses, lots of really ugly stuff, but it gave an opportunity for the church to really serve the community. You're listening to I Work For Him. All right. And we've got Connie Smith, brand ambassador in here. And so we're all together talking about the amazing things that God is doing in Pasco County. You know, James, I'm going to go back to you. All right, so you, you, I mean, you and I met ah, it's 18 months ago. We started talking. Mm-hmm. You're Renew Pasco, renewpasco.com. What is that all about? What's the mission of Renew Pasco? Uh, Renew Pasco was founded about four years ago by CEO Richard Hayes, Corporal Allen Wilkitt of the Pasco County Sheriff's Office, and Chaplain Brian Brown, um, a pastor also of LifePoint Church. And with the focus of prayerful unity in, in Pasco County, of a thousand believers working together by 2020 and using that unity to come together each with our gifts and reflect the love of Christ in areas of addiction that lie within foster care and human trafficking. So bringing number one awareness and using technology and that unity um, to, to serve uh, those families and reflect the love of Christ. All right. So Sherry, you know, you've already shared how in 2009 you got introduced to a young lady who you were able to give her a smile. 
And that smile um, really changed her life, gave you an opportunity because you first met her needs. Then you had an opportunity to share the gospel with yes. her. How amazing. I mean, when you first shared that story with me just a few months ago, when we first met, I never, and I saw a picture. Wasn't that she the one in your book? I saw a yep. picture. I'm like, wow, what a transformation. Mm-hmm. But you're these people that you mentioned coming out of the program called Second Chance. Yes. So these are people that have served time. Yes. All right. And they've, a lot of times they have drug and alcohol backgrounds. Yes. Okay. And give her a no question. Uh, <laughs> Are you glad to be here today? Okay. No. no. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. So how how did they come, I mean, how, from helping one person with a smile to creating the Smile Faith Foundation, that's a that's a big jump to helping a lot of people with smiles. How did this that ministry side, and I know it's an arm of healthcarenationalmarketing.com, that's your passion, but how did that all develop? Well, it actually started, our insurance agency actually markets dental insurance across the nation. Okay. And we have become very passionate about the importance of oral hygiene. And if you take care of your mouth, you really take care of your overall body. And so uh, we just needed to find a way to how could we pay forward this dental plan? And so when Rosemarie came through our doors and we saw how we can take basically a $10,000 treatment plan and knock it down to two or $3,000, which is what we ended up granting to Rosemary for her to get the smile makeover that when we saw life transformation take care and take place in front of us, we need to be doing this for more people because $10,000 treatment plans is something that's completely, it's unreasonable. That's why they walk around with no terrible mouths right. and infection all day long. So we thought, how we got to do this again and we got to do it again. And so uh, my dad, who's the founder and the president of both Smile Faith Foundation and Healthcare National Marketing, said we need to put this together so he formed he and my stepmom formed smile faith foundation and really that's how it is people will come to us needing smiles they have to be nominated through the program and once they go get a treatment plan and again the average cost is about ten thousand dollars coming in healthcare national marketing is actually donating the plan nobody pays any money out of pocket to go get these services and so then when they come in and we're able to have a treatment plan that's now eighteen hundred dollars how do you get it done from ten grand to two grand? Um, we actually put the folks on the dental plan. I mean, that's essentially what's happening. And so we work with local dentist offices sure. who accept the dental plan. Um, they go in as a Smile Faith recipient. So the heart, the dentist, you know, we get the heart of the dentist serving these folks, and so they're able to help get the smile makeover. And because most folks come to us through Smile Faith Foundation with drug backgrounds, domestic violence backgrounds, and cancer treatment backgrounds. So their mouth is in a bad shape. Most of the treatments, of course, are extractions and then denture plates. But they're so ecstatic to have a smile. They learn to smile. One of our employees didn't have a smile. She went through Smile Faith Foundation to help get her smile. And she came back and she goes, I'm still finding, she had denture plates. She goes, I'm still finding myself putting my hand over my mouth. And I said, why? Your smile is beautiful. Her response was, because I don't know how to smile. I forgot how to smile. I have to learn how to smile again. And I was blown away. I just hugged her and grabbed her. And I said, I am so thankful that I get to be part of you every day to see you learn how to smile again. So that's hugger ever. Yeah, I understand. I understand. <laughs> that's hard to put on. Well, we are videotaping today. So Facebook, I, I got to tell you, Martha, why don't you face it at you for a little while? It'd be really great. I don't know. It's very distracting. Well, I can't. Said, don't be camera shy, Dad. I'm not camera shy. I'm just trying to concentrate, do two I'm things sorry. at once. All right. So, Sherry, when you look at the impact 
of giving you the opportunity. I mean, you've said you've taken how many how many employees of your employees have gone through the second chance program have come from there that you have right now? Oh, good. Over 60 percent of our population of 200 are second chance employees. Well, by my calculation, that's 120 people. OK, that's a lot of people. Good math. And, and I, did, I was a math teacher for one year. So when you look at that kind of impact, you've how often do you get an opportunity to share the gospel with your, I mean, by loving on those people, how often do you get a chance to share the gospel with your employees? Well, once a week, everybody is invited to a voluntary Bible study, number one. And number two is it's the love in the environment. God, you show, love is an action word. We show God's love by what we do. And so it is a constant appreciation where we hug in this environment we high five we encourage we also offer support systems we have a support group getting ready to start up they can come to a bible study we help meet needs where we help clothe them and we help give them food out of a food pantry christ met needs he healed the people you know he healed people he he made the, the lame walk if you meet a need like Christ did, after he met the need, he shared about the kingdom, what the right. future was about. Right. And that's really what we do. We show love through action so they'll believe in us. They'll be open to us. And then we we just we invite them to Bible study. I can't, Really, I keep saying that, but we do it through love. We just do it through action in our environment. It's like just a constant environment. Now, if I get callers today from the show, after the show, or e- you can email me, jim at iworkforhim.com, jim at iwork, the number four, him.com. If you're living in a county somewhere else other than Pasco County, Florida, because in Pasco County, Florida, they're already figuring this out, but if you live in another county, you want to figure out how to get this done, James Sutherland with Renew Pasco. We can get them in touch with you, and you can... You can at least share what the Holy Spirit's done, right? Exactly. That's what I do, you know, 99% of the time. Do you get time. calls like that ever? Mm-hmm. I'm out testifying. You You're know? like, what in the that's, world's going on in Pasco County? That's why Kentucky's watching us. That's our, you know, one of our sister areas. Oh, is that Lynch, Kentucky? That's uh, Lynch? Uh, right outside Lynch? Yeah, they're in Lynch. and uh, One day we're going to yeah, do a remote Hazard show at Lynch, and, Kentucky. Yeah, La Hazard, yeah, Kentucky? Yeah. <clears throat> You know I want to go to Hazard, Kentucky. But oh, you mean like Dukes of Hazard? Yeah, that would be, yeah, that'd be. That, that wasn't real, honey. You know that. Yeah. But, okay. Oh, what? But it's still like that. Okay, but let's let's talk about how this. I mean, in, in that around that table when we were together a couple months mm-hmm. ago, you had pastors, multi lots of different culture of pastors. Uh, you had counselors doctors of psychology you had um, government officials you had you had a lady from i don't remember which part of the government she's from but you guys were talking about coordinating public transportation to get people to and from jobs Mm -hmm. because that's always a deal because no nobody in florida really has any great public transportation orlando area has not it's not horrible it's Mm -hmm. way better than tampa we've got this water thing that keeps messing up with things how did you get connected to the people that are working within the government organizations well, they, they were led to me. I mean, we, we have uh, Christ followers in the government, in our health department, in our elder elder serv- elderly services department. They've, they've all been led to Renew Pasco wanting to contribute and reflect their their love for, for our neighbors through serving through the government. So so they heard about what God was doing, and they said, we want to get on board with that. Yes. Yeah. And and as we come together, what we're, what we're working on in Sherry's uh, um, building and others— that are opening up, it, it decompresses the government. It helps them, like the story of Joseph. What do you mean? Decompresses the government? Never heard of that. Um, it, it means that uh, they're working hard uh, to you know keep their budget in, uh, in the right direction and, and through um, aligning community organizations and the church families and, and the employers together, it actually 
decompresses uh, dollars used and spent uh, wow. in those different departments. So I kind of interpret that. Let me see if I understand what you're saying. Is that being like the Acts Church and doing what Christ called us to do and filling the needs of others yes. actually then takes relief off of the government where a mm-hmm. lot of people have just let that fall. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And and that's just the, the that's just the, the dividend from loving like mm-hmm. Christ did. So we know that's what will take place when we come together like this. Wow. Well, and that's really the problem with government today is we've put on the shoulders of government the things that which the church should have been doing. I, I mean, I mean, if, I, I mean, I don't know what you, you agree with that, Sherry? I agree with that. And I take it. James has introduced me to some of these government officials. And what's really great is I can only meet so many needs in my workplace. I've tried to meet a lot of them, but I can only meet so many. So James has introduced me to a section of Pasco County that can help with like rent situations that can help with. So he goes, so he brings me and introduces me to these transportation people and says, Sherry, you're providing jobs, but they all can't get there. They carpool and they take buses. Well, Sherry, where is it that you need buses to go to get your people to come to get Nice. To their job. Wow. And we sat at a round wait, wait, table. Wait, wait, stop. Somebody asked you a logical question like that. Yes. In government. In, in Praise government. God for that. That is the coolest question ever. Yes. Okay. Say so they asked you what again? Yes. Yeah, where so do where, you need transportation to go? To get yes. your people to get to their job, to get your people to work. And so that's how we work together. So we're helping meet physical needs. Uh, we work with different agencies in the county because like they know. Like what? What kind of agencies? Okay, we work with uh, uh, Career Central. They they help folks put their resumes together. Very they help good. train them in job in job training, so they can come to us after some job training. We work with the halfway houses. We work with the drug court program. Uh, we work with these folks who know who to send them to us to get jobs. Um, we're a call center environment, and so if you're good on the phones, you can have a job. Uh, we never, ever ask anybody, what have you done? We only ask, what can you do? And if you're coachable, if you're teachable, and, you know, you can handle a person that maybe is not always so nice because we're outbound call center, then you are you can try it. We will invest. We will train. But that's who we work with. And so that's that's kind of how the relationship works is. And also I have all these single families. I've seen so many single moms and single dads who maybe have gone through a parenting class to get their children back because they lost their children in a lifestyle. Well, James says, well, Sherry, what if we put a daycare here so it's a one-stop shop for your single parents? So now they can come to work, bring their children, know they're safe, get a job, pay for the needs of them and their family, and it's it all just works. James has gotta be humbling. <laughs> To have been be like that center spoke. All right, we're talking today with Sherry Paul S from Healthcare National Marketing. Am I saying? Would you say your last name just so I can hear it? Paulus. 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 So not as not as much emphasis at the end. Paulus. Okay. And we got James Sutherland in here from Renew Pasco. These two are involved in a movement of God in Pasco County, Florida, that involves every sector of the economy. And they're working together, Christ followers, in their jobs where they're not the business owners or leaders of people in the weeds. They're in the, the they're in the trenches working together. I mean, I talked to somebody that was on the urban planning board, and is pastor in city in city government on the urban planning board. That was one guy named Fred, I think his name yes. was. Okay, yeah. and we had Sherry and we had Brandy. Brandy's from the Department of Health. Yep. I mean, people. We got we have pastors. We have people from the government. But Sherry, as I look at what you guys have done, uh, just in your, you just 
I mean, how in the world did you get to that point where you understood you and your dad running healthcarenationalmarketing.com that your workplace was a ministry place? I mean, he was a pastor. Uh, honestly, a lot of pastors struggle with this whole business and ministry thing at the same time. Would you know you- what is, when before we got to be as large as we are right now, we, uh, we really got to help meet some physical needs. And so when we got to help meet the needs, a lot of more financial needs to come alongside the person, um, then they just began to open up. We got to know their story. And that's what I've always said. Now, I, don't, I can't say that I know every single person's name that works in our office now with 200 employees, but I can tell you that every single one of them walked through our doors for a reason. And I did love it when we were smaller that I could tell you everybody's story. And so what's great now is I meet with the managers to find out what some of the stories are. And when you find out their stories, and that's when they don't know it, but I can go up beside them now and give them a hug that I know that their manager said that they needed today. And when somebody in leadership does that, it just means a lot. And so as the, as the folks become successful under the encouragement and the training, what we're finding out in helping them is they're getting their driver's license that they've lost in their lifestyle. They're getting out of a hotel and they now have money to get into an apartment. You know, they now have money to go through the parenting program and get their kids back. Uh, they now have money to have Christmas. It's so when we when we saw that we were able to help meet some of these needs that made such a significant difference in their life, then we begin to pull them aside. When the time is right, we pull them aside and we begin to tell them our testimony of how we came to know Christ and what our life is like, the peace that we have. If you ask every single one of these folks, what is the number one thing you want in their life? The one answer is always peace. Hmm. that's the door opener. Well, I know the peace giver. I have the solution to that. And we talk about scriptures and we talk about gifts because once I've gotten to know them, then I see where their gifts are. And I said, then you know that your gift aligns with the Bible? And let me tell you how it aligns with the Bible. And so it's trying to make Jesus real to them and how they can, can meet to meet their needs right now. And that's how the conversations begin. And then it allows me to go into Today could be your day of salvation. James, if every Christ follower who ran a business in Pasco County was ex- as ecstatic as Sherry, Paul S. is, about sharing her faith and living her faith out, Pasco County, there'd be a beam of light coming out of Pasco County up into outer space. How do you take the energy that Sherry has and the enthusiasm she has for the gospel and meeting the needs of the, uh, of the least of these, how do you take that and multiply that into other Christian business owners in Pasco County? I make her drive me to meetings <laughs> and, and have her join us so people can. You're so and, smart. Yeah. She's a light beam so, in the room. No, she is. She is an ambassador. She is right. an example. And it's but she's my, got a business run. How can yeah. you making her drive? You've got a license. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and that is my prayer. And when that's the first thing I lead in when people ask, what can we do? It is a prayer of a maturing of the church, meaning those those leaders to hear her testimony and how she's using her company and letting the Holy Spirit work in their hearts. How many different organizations, let me just ask, how many people are involved in the Renew Passcode community? I mean, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, how many how many people, I mean, if you were to say, Jim, I got a mailing list or an email list of mm-hmm. this many people, and these people all want to help Pasco County see Jesus. Oh, I, I would say we're about halfway to the 1,000 uh, person mark so 500 yeah. plus people yeah and actually we you, you mentioned meet the need jim morgan was led to us and on monday he's in wesley chapel with us once again just the weave continues and uh, we'll be um, evaluating and launching that software so that we can actually have an updated directory 
um, of the gifts and talents of our local organizations for those wanting to help serve. We'll have a vessel for people to go next door and post what they need so mm-hmm. all the church can see when a diapers or help with a foster family. Right. And uh, so that's just a, another benchmark that will allow us to testify to God's glory in the county. You've got one other city in the country that has probably at this point in time more coordination, but maybe not much more. Modesto, California has a little over 350,000 people living there, and they have 300 organizations using Meet the Needs software all coordinating their efforts in Modesto, California. Wow. wow. And, and we've, we've heard twice from two different people, but in that county, the mayor, the school board chair, and mm-hmm. the sheriff Praise are God. all praying together yep. for their county wow. because it was a mess. And not really any more of, or any less of a mess than where Pasco County is. I mean, you guys have cities that are really urban with mm-hmm. a couple. I mean, I talked to a couple of teachers from that, that taught in the Hudson's in your, not Hudson, that's um. What's the holiday? Holidays in mm-hmm. Southern Pasco County, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Just want to make sure I have my geography right. We had teachers on two, three years ago from the high school, 20 plus languages at Holiday Senior High School. Wow. wow. And 98% Title One. Mm. Right. That's Anclote High School in Holiday. Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, mm-hmm. I didn't even know. It's true. But so needy people, mm-hmm. what are we doing to get those needs met by the church community? I mean, how do you suck the pastors and the churches into all that? Well, in, in that maturity, what we're seeing is three to five key relationships that are are going to be walking and have started walking with families for a, a, a two-year or longer span season. So uh, the CEO of our Economic Development Council, Bill Cronin, has a wonderful testimony, and we're we're partnered with co-starters. So we're not even – we're not just stopping at giving them the hope of a job and walking with Sherry – all the way to partnered with co-starters and the opportunity of being an entrepreneur and representing Christ in their in their business leadership and in that growth. So, it, the other relationships we know are key are like Dr. Simmons that was was chiming in and in attacking um, childhood trauma as part of uh, compensation packages with our builders oh, and with our employers. So huge because we know when we attack childhood trauma and confess one another. Uh, sorry, I get passionate. Um, <laughs> That that healing begins and addiction can be defeated. Well, and really, that's really what we're talking about. When you look at what uh, Shanae Simmons has done, it, it's you got to deal with that hurt. Mm-hmm. You can't get people to move forward if they haven't mm-hmm. dealt with their past. So, Sherry, just really quick, what kind of people are working with you now? I mean, you mentioned that it went from helping people coming out of the Second Chance program, and now it's gone even further than that. It really has. We do have a lot of uh, people with drug addictions. We have felons. We have uh Criminals, I know they may be a little different than felons, but what we now, the Lord just seems to be opening the door in the last six months to bring ladies who have been involved in human trafficking, whether they've come from the clubs or straight from the streets. And I absolutely love them. And it was really through a contact again that James introduced me to a lady that has, named Krista that has an organization come, called Love, Love You Right Where You Are At. Did I say that right, James? Lo- loving You Where You're At. Loving You Where You Are At. And so she knew that we would, our second chance employer, and this, well, she's trying so hard to get people out of the clubs and out of human trafficking, she sends them to us. But when they send them to us, they don't have business attire. They, they're so like fish out of water in our office. So we come alongside them, literally hug them and bring them to our clothing closet. And we start dressing them for success in this environment. Uh, and I can't wait to hear more about this, but we've got we got an event that we've been uh, talking about on I Work For Him, and every Friday we're giving away tickets to the Hula for Happiness Circus fundraiser. And in this fundraiser, this is a family event, and well, I, I don't even I don't even tell you about it. We've got we've got 
Carissa on the line. Right, Jose? We've got Carissa on the line. All right, cool. Carissa, welcome to I Work For Him. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. So so thankful for your sponsorship of I Work For Him and the partnership on this Hula For Happiness Circus fundraiser. Why don't you really tell us about what Hula For Happiness, what, what what's the idea? Where'd the idea come from? <laughs> well, I started taking hula hoop dance lessons just for exercise in Tampa back in 2009. And it was the most fun thing I'd ever done. Totally changed my life. And at the same time, I was going on some mission trips to Haiti to work at an orphanage. So I started taking travel hoops down to the kids. They loved it, crossed a bunch of language barriers, and became for me completely my passion and my calling. Okay, but, but hula-ing is, well, first of all, it's not for everybody because we had the challenge to hula during your entire commercial on the air. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. It, it, just, it just couldn't do it. All right, but how do you use the hula to spread the hula hoop, and, and how do you do that to use that to spread the gospel? Well, first of all, I would love to hang out with you because I could definitely teach you how to hula hoop. Anyone can do it. It's very inclusive. We have adult beginner hoops, all different sizes. You definitely need the right hoop. And we have taught all kinds of people how to do it all over the world. It's really fun. Yeah, I so, would bet money that you can't teach everybody how to hula hoop. Okay. Right, so, well, talk about Carissa, Carissa with HulaForHappiness.org. Tell us how the ministry is impacting communities that you've entered all around the world. What what goes on? How do you do this? You, you go into the community, you bring hulas. Just describe really quickly what an event looks like. So pretty much our passion is spreading joy and freedom through dance and translating that into God's love for all people. So what that looks like can be hoop donations. It looks like dance programs, particularly with underprivileged kids. We've also designed programs to help girls who've come out of trafficking to learn to tell their stories through dance. So we've done some things that are a little bit more intense and then also some just really light and free stuff like uh, dance nights and partnering with other ministries and bringing extra joy to to their mission as well. So when you... but. Okay, so I I want to make sure I take this a little bit further. You go into these small towns. You do do you do hula demonstrations that get people into a crowd that eventually gives you the opportunity to to share your faith. Or or I mean, how do you how do you work the gospel into putting a hula hoop around your waist and your arms and your head and your neck and your legs? <laughs> so we do do a lot of performances with hoop dance and worship. We have glow hoops. We have fire hoops. Believe it or not. So we do a lot of performances and speaking opportunities. And then that definitely gives us a platform to share testimonies of um, just how great God is, um, what God has done in each of our lives. A lot of our team has just incredibly powerful testimonies of how God has transformed their life through dance um, or just through the power of forgiveness. So dance definitely gives us a stage to share the gospel. And then the programs that we create are gospel-centered. So um, how how do we receive the joy of Jesus in our life? What does God want to do in our life? He wants to completely set us free and give us a joy that is so deep that it would overflow to everyone that we meet. And okay, hoops so, is just a great way to do it. So on July 29th at Shiloh mm-hmm. Farms in Odessa, Florida, you're doing the first annual Hula for Happiness Circus Fundraiser, the greatest circus fundraiser ever. So it says, <laughs> what's going on? How do people get involved? What's going to happen that day, July 29th in Odessa, Florida at Shiloh Farms? So we want people to come and experience the joy that we spread to adults and youth alike all over the world and experience that for themselves. Uh, So there will be hoop dance, there will be food, there will be fun, there will be art, there will be games and contests. And everybody that comes, we hope that they just have an incredible time 
and really understand what it is that we do all over the world. Because I think some people hear Hula Hoop Ministry and they're just mind blown. They have no idea what that even means. So I hope people will come and experience it for themselves and support a great cause. Well, and the tickets are $30 and that's going, it's a fundraiser. You're raising money, but you're going to have a lot of fun. It's a family friendly event. And what time does it start on July 29th? Six o'clock. And it ends at 9 o'clock. All right, when the mosquitoes come out, so you'll be out before the mosquitoes come out. Check out hulaforhappiness.org, H-O-O, hulaforhappiness.org. Carissa, thanks for coming on and sharing about Hula for Happiness. We look forward to hearing more about how the event went, but thanks for sharing it. Thanks for sharing your heart and the gospel all over the world using a hula hoop. Who'd have thunk it? It's amazing. <laughs> thanks so much, Carissa. Thank you. Pasco County, Florida, where people from every sector of the economy are working together, people that love Jesus working together in all their normal jobs, government jobs, work their business owners, business leaders, people working in the, the trenches, everybody across Pasco County, pastors, non-pastors. It's amazing. And they're working together to meet the needs of the least of these. And Sherry, right before the break, we're talking about the kinds of people that are working with you. And you mentioned that, well, I don't know if we even got to it. I've distracted myself. So... Talk about the kind of people that you are touching and, and what you're, the lifestyle you're pulling them out of. Yeah, we're pulling right now. The Lord seems to be bringing to us ladies who have been involved in human trafficking. Actually, they've come from clubs and straight from the streets. And this is a whole different environment for them. So we actually try to give them as much encouragement. And like I said before, they're like fish out of water there. They don't. They don't even know how to dress to come to this job. So that is one thing that is this clothing closet. And we have, we have, our clothing closet is under the name of Hands of Hope. Because that's what this is all about. The job gives hope for a future. Clothes give hope for a feeling of success and worthiness. You know, clothes, uh, food fills the need. It's, it is all about hope. And so we come alongside them and we teach them a new skill. We dress them for success. We make sure their needs are met. And then whatever needs outside of our workplace, we try to direct them and connect them. But that is who is our, what the Lord really just seems to be opening up, and I'm loving it. You can tell Sherry's a little bit excited about this. Sherry Paulez from healthcarenationalmarketing.com and their foundation, the Smile Faith Foundation, smilefaith.com. James Sutherland, there are business people, people in the weeds, people at all levels of the economy that are listening to the show today. Nurses, doctors, mm-hmm. we've got people selling used cars that are listening to the show today. Everybody in between, people hanging cable lines out there on the poles. Of course, in Florida, they're probably not doing it right now because there's too much lightning around. How can people get a hold of you? How can people learn from what you guys are doing here in Pasco County? First of all, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, the easiest way, just go to our website and under contacts and send an So email the website, and, renewpasco.com, mm-hmm. yes. renewpasco.com. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I those emails are forwarded to me. From our team, and and I contact and and start the relationship, learning, learning uh, where your heart is and what what field you're in, and and what what God's saying on how you want to serve. What do you think's next for Renew Pasco? What do you what do you think? What's the biggest thing you guys are trying to tackle right now? The biggest, mm, let's just say, blight to the community, the the biggest pain in the community that you guys are focusing on right now. Uh, right now, the the gap of housing. Uh, transitional housing, uh, raising funding. When you say um, transitional housing, what, is, what do you mean? Many of Sherry's employees are living in the hotels and are undocumented as far as homelessness. Um, and um, and so walking with them and working with church and other stakeholders to um, start uh, a budget and, and transition them into apartments and, and walk with them through employment and uh, 
uh, financial literacy. So do you need people that will build apartment complexes, people that will build them? And, and the, you know, you, are you talking Section 8 housing? Or are you talking about apartment complexes that give people a chance to I – mean, what do you mean? Because not everybody listening understands that. Um, actually, we, we do work with the housing authority and, and, um, and that division of the government. So it's filling the gap. So when I when someone calls me, I actually assess, you know, what they have as far as time, talent, treasure and influence. And I help them apply that to the glory of God in the most effective way to spread those dollars as far as they can go or assets. <clears throat> Sherry, how often have you had to go like, oh, I don't really have a resource for this. And you just take the money out of your wallet. and You're like, I just need to help because I know the Lord's asked me to help. How often does that happen? It happened Last week, as a matter of fact, because one of our employees, their roommate just left town and their rent was due. And she said, I am going to pay rent or go to the grocery store. And, you know, her supervisor came to me and said, is there any way we can go to Publix and get her a hundred, hundred fifty dollar gift card? Because she or she's she won't eat. She had to choose housing or eating. And she has a child. Mm. So. Of course, yes, that's what we did. Do you have an Aldi up there by you? We do, actually. You need to get an Aldi gift card because Aldi is less uh, is more in, uh, inexpensive more inexpensive that's the right word right connie <laughs> yeah okay all right we've come to the end of another i work for him show it always go really fast james sutherland with renewpasco.com thanks for being on i work for him thank you sherry paul as with let's go we got all your titles healthcarenationalmarketing.com smilefaith.com thank you so much for being out here thanks for sharing your enthusiasm it was awesome you're welcome thanks for having me connie smith you hit a home run keep going with it. you got to keep digging these up i mean this is fantastic let's find let's find a hundred thousand of these across the country this is going to be a hard one to meet it's a hard one to beat that's, yeah, for, that's sure. for sure martha another weekend on its way what a great week Yes, for sure. <laughs> You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but That's ultimately, right. I, I work, work for him. him.